You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Well, it's Freestyle Friday, and I'm Glenn the Geek, coming to you from Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, February 2nd, episode 3357, brought to you today by our friends at Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, horse people. It's Friday, and another weekend of riding is a few short hours away. Jamie and Glenn are here to help you make it through the day with some fun guests and some really bad ads. Enjoy the show. Well, we have good news for everybody that is in the north and is cold and is sick of winter. Are you sick of winter yet? Uh, I'm always sick of winter, but I'm not sick of not having flies. So there's a trade-off. There is a trade-off. But we learned how you could fix that on Wednesday's show. Yes, that's true. So uh, Pucks Tony Phil did his thing this morning. And just the opposite of what we always think, he did not see his shadow. So that means early spring. Yay! Wait, Congratulations, everybody. did not see his shadows. So the spring's early. Okay, well, you know what? I, I did a little research. On my, I love this newsletter. It's called 1440, and it's free, and it's just kind of like a little newsy newsletter that comes to you every day. And I was reading in it. Uh, apparently, do you know how often Punxsutawney is... Phil is right about 50%. winter coming? 40. <laughs> 40% of the time he's correct. Okay, I'm sorry for everybody in the north. You have a 60% <laughs> chance it's not an early spring. I know, I know. Do you know how long they've been doing the uh, punk? Oh, it's the whole years, Groundhog Day? Yeah, it's over 100 years. And um, they say that they suggest farmers use the appearance of hibernating animals to signal spring. So when these guys would come out of hibernation, uh, that's when they, they'd be like, oh, spring's coming. Uh, it turns out they're just looking for sex <laughs> in the real life. So it's like it's actually just Randy animals like coming out looking for they've been sleeping for a while and they wake up horny. Yes, it? basically. It, it came out and they started the ceremony was originally conceived by a local newspaper editor in 1886. Isn't that crazy? But, yeah. Wow. So, and there were 45,000 people there this year. All I can do is think of the movie. Wake up. <laughs> I know. I wonder how many fills we've been through over the last 137 years. It is weird, but that is like one of those things that I really, <laughs> I'll never do it, but I'd like to do it. Like, I'd like to go. I'd like to see it's it. It's probably a good party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a drink to stay warm, right? So it's true. Probably a good party. I don't know. It looks fun. Well, on today's show, we have YouTube stars Andrea Wadey and Callie King of HorseClass.com, and they're going to join us to talk about their adventures and their podcast called Grab Life by the Reins. Plus, of course, there's some really bad ads, and um, yeah, good times. Good times. Here it comes. All right. Let's do some Daily Winnies. Two auditor birthdays this weekend, Nyla Ripka and Doreen Rose. Happy birthday to both of you. Or Nella. You know, it's fine. Nilla, Whatever. Nyla. 
Oh, my daily Woody. You know what? Horses are so smart. And you know what's even smarter than horses? Uh, dogs. Ponies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ponies are even smarter. So there's a time of day where I have done my work in the house and it's time to head down to the barn and uh, get the horses in and start going through working all of them. And so I, my thing yesterday was like, I had to go pick up my kid from school. It was like, I've got time probably just to ride taco before I have to go get Lucas from school. So I head down to the barn and I start the ranger up and I hear a noise. I'm like, what? Uh, like it was a noise, like right as I started, I was like, what is it? And I walked around the house and I see the pony taco rolling in my pond. In my pond. It was like 60 degrees yesterday. We had like a magical, beautiful February what day. Ponies in water. Oh my gosh. Roll. Yeah. It was like your pony rolling in the water. I should have filmed it to get a billion yeah, views you like you did. Um, and I was like, okay, I'll just leave him in until I go get Lucas from school and I'll ride somebody else. So as I come around the corner in my little ranger and I'm driving down to get him, he has left the pond and then goes to the one flat, like little dirt spot that they all roll. They've like made this little dirt and then rolled <laughs> in the dirt spot while he was soaking wet. And I get down to the barn and he like comes trotting right up. I'm like, did you see what I did? <laughs> You want to take me out now? <laughs> so he was a Pinto and then he was dark chestnut, dark bay, whatever color, mud and <laughs> red Oklahoma dirt is. And I, at that point, I was like, he knew well, you were going to ride him. He knew somebody's going to get a day off today. <laughs> and it's both of us. <laughs> but I was like, he's had enough work. He can have a day off. I was like, no, no, no. Nah, that's just. Like, that's just rude. It was just rude. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing you can do with wet mud. There's just nothing you can do with it. One or the other. If he rolled in the pond, I could leave him to dry. If right. he rolled in the dirt, I could just knock him off. You know, no wet and dirt. No, not a thing. Not a thing. So, yay, that was fun. It's a little too cold to hose him off. And Yeah, that yeah. wasn't happening, and he's not Although trained he enough for me to Although he didn't seem to mind the cold water. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I, I'm like, I, I even thought about that. I was like, can I hose him off? I'm like... I like life. I choose life today. <laughs> I tried to fly spray him and uh, or put some coke conditioner in him, and he thought that was acid, battery acid. So we uh, we'll have we have some work to do. We're still in our <laughs> taco learning phase. Yes, yes. The taco discovery commences. <laughs> hey, did I see? I, please tell me it's not true. So we discussed your dog. Your wonderful dog finding mm. a bear. Sweet Homer. Yeah, sweet, sweet Homer finding a bear. Yeah, and did I see another post where he found another stuffed animal? He um he plays Pokemon Go apparently and found a real Pokemon. Yeah, he walked up to the house with a Pokemon. Okay, where is he getting these things? Okay, I did do some research on this one and I found where he got Pokemon. But he had that. I don't even know what it's a yellow one, whatever the yellow one's called. Um, my son would kill me if I didn't say the right word, but whatever. Uh, yeah, so he walked up to the house with a darn Pokemon stuffed animal. And he looked I was like, very happy about it. <laughs> where did you get that? You like He's like a little klepto, you know? But it turns out that he, the neighbor girl gave it to him. Oh, okay. And <laughs> well, I was did like, she okay, give him okay. the bear? No. 
Nobody knows where the bear came from because I did the the bear research was diligent and nobody knows where the bear came from. But I did find the owner of the Pokemon. So all of you people that are saying people are throwing laced, poisonous stuffed animals over my fence to murder my dog. Stop it. It's just my dog is a jerk and steals things from children. Apparently, the reason she gave him the Pokemon is because he took it in the first place. Oh. And then she was like, just keep it. You can have it so, now. Your yeah, you, it's, all over. it's yours. It's yours. Hey, another question I have for you. This came up in the auditor room, and you'll have to remind everybody. Was it last week or the week before? You talked about Farm Boy taking one of your roosters to college. And I didn't want to ask what happened to the rooster. Uh, Is this something we want to cover, or should we just pass this one? Uh, We can cover it. Um, We can cover it. And it wasn't as bad as I thought, because, I don't know, college boys, and I don't know. I just think the worst. But you got to remember. We were all thinking the worst. (laughs) Farm Boy is in a fraternity, okay? And Farm Boy is in a religious fraternity. So nothing is too bad. And I trust him implicitly. First and he's all, such I didn't a know good there kid. Were religious fraternities. Yeah. He's in a religious oh, fraternity. Really? Oh, okay. I did not know. I mean, but like, whatever. There's a, so they, what do they and, do in place of the partying and the sex and the drugs? I, I don't know. Chickens, like, apparently. <laughs> over the weekend, he was like, yeah, we have a dance coming up. It's at the Capitol, and we've rented out a room to have a dance. I was like, like a sock hop? <laughs> Square and dance. Then and then Farm Boy's now single, for those listening. And he was, I was like, well, who's going to be your date? And he was like, I don't know. I'll figure something out. I was like, <clears throat> I'd be happy to accompany you to your <laughs> sock hop at the Capitol. That'd be awesome. And he was like... I'll think about it. And I was like, no, 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 listen, I don't want to be your date. What I want to do is tell my husband that I'm going to a fraternity party. <laughs> I was like, you oh, know what? A religious uh, fraternity party. Well, he doesn't have to know that part. They're all such good kids. Anyway, yeah, so so um, I have a, a lot of chickens here, and um, sometimes I get them as a, a baby, and they grow up and they're supposed to be hens, but sometimes, you know, an occasional one slips by and turns out to be a rooster. Well, I have my rooster. I have a tiny rooster and he's the man around here. And uh, this rooster turned this hen turned into a rooster and was like giant, like foghorn leghorn size, like giant rooster. Um, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. I got to get rid of it. And then I got a text from him uh, on Thursday, January 18th at six o'clock p.m. It says, can I come grab that rooster for a party tonight? And I was like, that's the weirdest text I've ever heard, but absolutely. So he comes by the next Monday. Like, because c- there's no sense in me texting him and asking because I won't get a response. Like, he te- he texts like he talks, which is rarely. Two words. <laughs> uh, yeah, two words. So I'm like, uh, dude, what's going on? Like, um, <clears throat> why did you need a rooster for your party on Thursday night. And I'm thinking he they ate it yeah. or they ate yes. somebody kill it. Yes. No, you know what he made this kid do because they're rushing. Like it's like the new semester of pledges. He made this kid take the rooster to his dorm and keep it in his dorm for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is what a religious fraternity does. Everybody right? else does keggers and <laughs> yeah, kill the rooster, put it. In, you know, you got to be the man. Yeah, no, no, no. Exactly. They, they, he made him make him a pet. And actually, apparently, on Monday morning, when said uh, pledger returned the rooster, he said, um, 
He actually got fairly attached to him and was as sad as he'd go, although he did smell really bad. I bet it did. <laughs> uh, well, that's yeah. a happier ending than we all thought. Exactly. And <laughs> and I said, well, Barrett, uh, farm boy, where's the rooster now? And he said, uh, in my in my backyard <laughs> on campus. <laughs> it's going to become a mascot. Yeah. I was like, do you need a friend for him? There's one hen. There's one hen that I have that scares me all the time. Okay. Like I'll, I'll open a feed bag and I'll turn around and I'll I'll get the scoop and I'll go to reach in the feed bag to like get a scoop out. And she will have already gone in there and jumps up. And then I'll open a stall door and she's roosting right above the stall door and leaps down on my head. You know, it just scares me all the time. And I'm like, if you can catch that chicken right there, you can put her in the backyard with the roosters. He can have a friend. <laughs> Get rid of that one. Hey, uh, you know what? You know what's coming up here in uh, two weeks? Oh, oh, it's Valentine's it's Day, Valentine's isn't it? Valentine's Day. You know what that means? It's time to get at your exes and to go after your exes. That's right. The Bronx Zoo is doing their popular Name a Roach program. It's returning for the 13th year, allowing donors to symbolically name a Madagascar hissing cockroach for their valentine or ex-valentine. I think it would probably be mostly ex-valentine. The original Name a Roach... (laughs) Nobody names a cockroach after their current boyfriend. (laughs) That would be bad. Uh, The original Name a Roach was launched by the Bronx Zoo in 2011, and thousands of people from around the world have done this. It's a $15 donation, and your valentine will receive a digital certificate featuring the name chosen for the roach, and you can upgrade your order with an additional donation to receive extras. You want to hear what they are? Oh, please tell me. (laughs) Uh, Roach socks, a roach plushie. I I think your dog would love that. And a virtual or a virtual encounter where you can virtually meet a cockroach and chat live with the experts caring for these unique and charming creatures. I don't think I would classify them as unique and charming. I I just like, I'm sorry. My ex-boyfriend is not going to spend a lot of time learning about the cockroach that I just named after him because I hate him. That was a bizarre one, I think. (laughs) There's other campaigns, too, as I looked around. The Neuter Your Ex campaign. This one I like. The Humane Society. You can name one of their stray cats after your ex, and then they will neuter them. I I think that's perfect. (laughs) I love that one. It is perfect. It's $50. It covers the cost of castration or neutering. And you can sign up on their website. uh, And I don't know if they send something to the ex or if it's just your satisfaction in knowing that he he or she has been uh, castrated or neutered. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I love it. And then there's the Hippo Love Candle. (laughs) It's another unique Valentine's gift from the San Diego Zoo. Inspired by Timothy, the male hippo at the zoo, it is infused with the... The candle is infused with the scent of hippo poop. Oh, God. And is designed to resemble the way hippopotamuses naturally entice partners, which I'm assuming must be through their poop. By the way, congratulations to me. I think I have said poop on every episode we have done this entire year, and now the auditors have noticed it's become a thing, and I've attempted to do it, and I've accomplished it. Good job. Good job. 
Congratulations. I'm going to keep that up the rest of the year. I'm going to make that happen. So it's hippo poop. Is this how they, then this is how they attract mates as they poop and there's like pheromones in their poop. That doesn't make a whole lot I, of sense. I don't know, but you can get a candle from the stinky candle company, which by the way is a great name. Uh, and it's both memorable and one of a kind and you can send it to your ex. I think the worst smell ever is the smell of a male goat who's like scenting himself. <laughs> yes. Yes. There you go. Foxes and stuff are that way, too, when they Ooh. pee on your property. So the other one is the one you really liked. And uh, yes. you want to tell us about that one? The, the, it's a the Berkeley Animal Center in South Carolina. They're offering uh, an opportunity to get your ex's name written on a litter box for their cats. <laughs> <laughs> we I have to come one. up with something for next year. We can make a fortune. I know. I'm I'm currently searching the stinky candle company right now and uh they even have a now this has nothing to do with the thing but they have various ca- candles uh the scent fart candle, gasoline candle, the chlorine candle, oh. <laughs> a dill pickle chlorine you smell of a pool. Dill pickle candle, grandpa's pipe candle, french fries candle, Bacon candle, and then, of course, the hippo love poop scented candle, which, which has if a... I, if I had to buy one, I think I'd go french fries. But then you'd be hungry all the time. I would be so fat. I'd be, like, <laughs> wanting to eat. If you had to pick one of those, though, which one would you pick? Like, to, to burn in my house? Yeah, you had to do it. I'm making it. Uh, probably Grandpa's pipe. Yeah, you know that... Because Grandpa's like, pipe never smelled as bad as like a cigar. It always no, like if it was yeah. like a cigarette candle, yeah. I'd say no thanks. But Grandpa's pipe always my Grandpa smoked a pipe, and it always smelled like cotton candy. Yes, it I, smelled sweet. Right. Yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right about that. Why don't people smoke pipes anymore? <laughs> Come on, people, bring it back. You don't see that a whole lot anymore, do you? No. It needs to be a thing. I'm putting it down right here. I'm gonna start figuring out how. To- promote that <laughs> so, so are you done being lazy yet or are you actually going to go get some horses in and start training again you know what we may have to cut this episode because i've got two horses coming in today i have rested long enough actually and to be honest i'm going to florida on this is kind of fun i'm going to florida on sunday to go see my mom and uh spend some time with her and uh, so farm boy has is going to take care of the the training I'll, I'll start today and tomorrow and then he'll take over. Uh, so he's going to have to actually video things and keep me posted and communicate with me. If he has questions, it's going to be weird. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm actually going to have lunch with the listener in Florida. I'm pretty excited. Clark is going to come up oh, and yeah. come down and meet me and, and have lunch. Yeah, with he's me. not too far from there. It was really fun when I told my husband, oh, by the way, I'm going to be having lunch with a man I, that I don't you know. know. He's the one that helped us put in our kitchen. <laughs> Oh, is he? Yep, yep. Okay, we're so we're safe. We're yep, safe. I'll tell good. Chad. Like he he puts in cabinets. We're yeah, fine. you're good. Yeah, you you enjoy meeting Clark. It's so interesting next week because Ashley, Jennifer, and I are on the cruise with a whole bunch of listeners. Which then they're all leaving now. I'm seeing po- pictures of them posting that they're leaving the Great North to come south. And uh, you're traveling and going to still be doing the show next week, which will be very interesting. Yeah, it's. I'm working on it. I'm trying because <laughs> your mom doesn't have internet, so. Uh, no, <laughs> so, listeners have been helping you out with this, though I heard. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, so I call one of our listeners sent me. There's a private room in the local Palatka Library. By the way, Palatka for everybody that it sound it looks and 
feels and yeah. acts just like the name sounds. Yeah. 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 There's just like a couple traffic lights and a lot of fast food places. Picture like Redneck, Florida. And there's Palatka right it's, there. I mean, it's called Palatka, Florida. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I call the local. So she gives me the number for the local library. They have rooms that you can rent. So I called the library yesterday and I was like, hey, I got an email um, uh, from Linda. I'd like to talk to Linda. They put me on the phone with Linda. And uh, I said, Linda, hey, it's uh, I would like to rent that room. Okay, well, I'm going to forward you to the person who does the the booking for the room. At this point, I'm thinking, I've already talked to two. Now I'm going to speak to a third Palatka <laughs> Library all, employee. three people in Palatka Library. <laughs> yeah, there's even more than that, Glenn, because I talked to this. She forwards me. I was like, hey, I'd like to book the room for 830 on Monday morning for a couple hours. Okay, well, you're going to have to come in and fill some forms out. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not there right now. I'm actually in Oklahoma and I'm traveling in on Sunday night and I'm assuming you're not open on Sunday night. So I will be in Monday morning as she's like, well, I can't promise it's going to be available. <laughs> okay. Well, can I just go ahead and book it right now? And then I'll fill out the forms on Monday. No, no, because you have to fill out the forms first. Okay. Well, can I do that online? Is there any way to do it online? I mean, it's a public library. No, we don't do that online. <laughs> this is so uh, actually, <laughs> she said, let me go speak to my supervisor. Oh, but, Puts me on oh hold. Oh, my God. How many people are there? <laughs> now we've gone to the fourth Palatka Library employee. And how comes big back is this and, library? And she says, no, we ain't got forms you can fill out online. Hmm. So you're going to have to come in and fill them out. I'm like, yes, I understand that, but I'm not there, so I can't come and fill out the forms. And she's like, all right, hold on. Call him, come, comes back. She's like, there's no way around it. You're going to have to fill out the forms first. I'm like, this is just a room in the library, right? Like it's a little private internet connection room. I said, can you just pencil me in? Just put my name down. I will be there and I will be there and fill out the forms on Monday morning. Hold on. Let me talk to my supervisor. Comes back. Cause hold. comes back. Okay. We can pencil you in. I was like, Oh, great. She goes, but if somebody else comes before you, then they get it. I was like, what is the point of penciling me in if you're not going to give it to me? I said, here's the deal. I will pay a deposit. I will put a deposit down on the library. Hold on. Let me talk to my supervisor. Leaves, comes back. No, we don't take deposits. It's the library. Yes, I understand that, which is why you should be able to fill these forms online. Why don't why, Why can't I just fill it online and give it a thing? She goes, you know what? Hold on. Let me, let me, let me talk to my supervisor. I go, stop. Let me talk to your supervisor. Just put her <laughs> on the phone with me. You put me on hold five times to talk to your supervisor about me coming to stupid room on Monday morning. So it puts the supervisor on the phone. Supervisor, fairly upset with me. And I've been nothing but kind. Um, I'm like, hi, uh, I would like to book the room. Click. Hung up on me. Oh, my God. Well, you're like, you know what I think you should do? You should go set up right in the middle of the library and be as loud as you can be. Oh, my God. I'll get murdered. <laughs> this Palatka, these are some angry ladies. I know, and, I know a lot of people in the audience are going, why doesn't she just go to the Starbucks? I got news for you people. There ain't no Starbucks in Palatka. No, there no. is <laughs> There is one coffee place in Palatka, and it was a Scooters and it's a drive-thru only because I checked it out because I was like, I need a Starbucks somewhere. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. And so but apparently my brother does have Wi-Fi, but the problem with my brother is his I love him. The house is a mess. And my allergies, I will be like can we not Can you sit on the porch? <laughs> no, I'm not in that neighborhood. It's Palatka, Glenn. Okay, let's reiterate. Sorry for those of you from Palatka. I can bag on it because I, uh, yeah, 
Uh, we've been I'm, we've camped oh. outside of Palatka and been in Palatka many times, and everything you're saying is absolutely true. I, I didn't know there were that many people working at the library, which has to be one room with twelve books. I, I, well, and I was thinking too, and it's like picture books. <laughs> I was thinking too of like if I go and I just show up and I do my show in the middle, it's four on one at least. Yeah. When <laughs> who knew? I don't think they have that many people working in the Ocala Library. I even called back after this and I was like wanting to talk to the original person. I was like, "Hi, can I please talk to Linda?" Mind you, I was on the phone with her five minutes ago, and it is two o'clock Florida time. I call back, may not desk. Initial person answers the phone. I'd like to talk to Linda. Again, I spoke to her five minutes ago. Uh, I think she's at lunch. I was like, I talked to her five minutes ago, and it's two o'clock. She's not at lunch. Why will nobody help me? I don't know what I did. You're now I on the blacklist on the wall. I am blacklist. Hi. Black I'll start I'll call the British accent. I'd be like, hello. I'd like to book a room, please. <laughs> We have to get to our guest right after this word from Kentucky Performance Project. Sorry, I feel dumber for even telling the story. <laughs> Made my day. <laughs> this Nutritional Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. One of the most common mistakes seen in feeding programs is the underfeeding of commercial concentrates. Commercial concentrates are textured or pelleted feeds that provide energy, protein, vitamins, and minerals. Some common manufacturers are Triple Crown, Neutrina, Purina, you get the idea. Every commercial feed has a minimum amount you must feed in order to meet a horse's daily vitamin and mineral requirements. For most commercial concentrates, that level is somewhere between 4 to 6 pounds per day. A lot of horses will get too fat consuming feed at that level, so owners and barn managers feed less, and rightly so. It's not healthy for a horse to get too fat. However, if you are feeding less than the recommended minimum amount to your horse, you are not providing your horse with adequate nutrition. Microphase Vitamin and Mineral Supplement from Kentucky Performance Products can solve your problem. Microphase can be added to the diet as needed to fill in the nutritional gaps. Packed with nutrients but low in calories, you can adjust the feeding level of Microphase to meet your horse's requirements. Learn more about Microphase by visiting kppusa.com. Got questions about your feeding program? We can help. Email Karen at questions at kppusa.com or call us at 859-873-2974. Well, coming up next, we have Callie and Andrea, and they have a very successful YouTube channel and now a podcast. They are very entertaining. I went down a rabbit hole today on their, on their YouTube channel, and they have 17 million views. You guys, you are YouTube celebrities. Oh, thank you. <laughs> in today's world, I don't know if that's a very big accomplishment. <laughs> it is in the horse world. I mean, <laughs> there's not too many in the horse world that have that. Andrea, you're in uh, the UK, right? I am in the UK. I was in Costa Rica for 18 years, but at the beginning of the pandemic, I came home to Cornwall in England. How'd you end up in Costa Rica and stay? You, did you go on vacation and never leave? exactly what happened oh really my husband's a surfer <laughs> yeah that's exactly what happened we were sat on the beach drinking some rum and we've been backpacking for three months of course and we said i wonder what will happen if we don't go home 
And 18 years later, we popped out the other side and went, well, that was great. <laughs> was, <laughs> that was there a thing. boy? Was there a boy involved in this? My husband, he's a surfer. Uh, he was very keen uh, to stay, of course. Gotcha. A hot surfer. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that makes it. That yeah. Now we understand. <laughs> yeah. So did yeah. you do horses while you were in uh, Costa Rica? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's actually where Callie and I met. Um, I was teaching Liberty down there and had a a very successful ethical horseback riding business. And Callie came down and we did some work together. And that's when I joined her at horse class. Callie really is the YouTube star, not me. Callie has been doing that a long time and has a huge following. But I came under um, Callie's incredible learning um, business called Horse Class. I'm one of her instructors. And we just love to team up on adventures as well. So we have our horse programs where we both individually teach students all around the world. But most amount of fun we have is doing our podcast and traveling together and having fun. <laughs> Callie, I wanted to follow, she set it up beautifully. You did, well, I was shocked to see that you've been doing YouTube for what, nine or 10 years? Actually, even longer. I started in 2011. Um, dabbling around. I can still remember I started because I was teaching lessons and I would make little videos of my students for them to take home and have like little homework to practice between weekly lessons. And one day a student came in and said, you know, you should start a blog. And I thought, I have no idea what a blog is. So <laughs> I went home and I researched it and I thought, yeah, this would be pretty cool. I could actually start posting these videos and I'd like to write. So I started writing some articles and that was in 2011. So it's it's 13 years now. And you actually grew up where I did. And we were probably 10, what, 15 miles apart uh, growing up yes. in Exeter <laughs> County, which was kind of, it's kind of ironic. But, you know, you started in the early days of YouTube when nobody knew how to do any of it. And I've looked at your recent videos. You have learned how to do it very well. Well, thankfully, I really enjoy, I've been able to combine two things that I really enjoy. The first is horses, everything to do with horses and riding and training and behavior. And I also love teaching. Even as a child, I was always um, studying things and then wanting to teach it to my friends or put together little courses. So taking that into what technology offers us as you know, the digital world with video and all that's available and continues to be available. It um, was a really fun fit for me right from the beginning. And then being able to connect with riders from all over the globe is really, really cool. We get videos in from our students, you know, one week there's a video of someone riding in the mountains and the next week there's someone riding in the desert or riding somewhere in the jungles of Asia. And it's it's just so fun to see the connections of us horse people from around the world. Speaking of around the world, you rode in the Mongol Derby. What year was that? That was in 2022. We covered you um, because we cover the Mongol Derby every year here on the show. And you went to Mexico to train for that. And then you did the same thing. You never came home. <laughs> it's like you guys, are, you guys are a lot alike. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we get along yeah. so well. <laughs> yeah. So you actually went down there to train and you stayed? 
I did. I, you know, I had worked in Costa Rica and I had traveled to Costa Rica to study with Andrea and doing that, I fell in love with Latin America. Um, but I just had this, uh, there was this intrigue about Mexico. So I kind of used going there to, uh, to prepare for the Derby. It's a bit of an excuse. I was searching for places to ride endurance horses in Mexico, and I found a place that um, was in the state of Oaxaca and had some young horses that they needed help training. So it was a perfect fit. I went down for six months to study and ride. That was actually in 21, where the Mongol Derby, the Mo- my Derby got canceled twice. I was going to ride in 2020. It got canceled for COVID, canceled again in 21. So that gave me an even better excuse. I had to stay another year to keep training in Mexico. And, um, and then I just stayed. You like spicy food, don't you? I do. I like spicy food. <laughs> I like good music. <laughs> I like all the things about Mexico. <laughs> did, did both of you know how to speak Spanish when you went? No, I didn't. I, I... it was sink or swim. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I had been trying to learn for a few years, but I needed the immersion of uh, just having to speak it every day to be able to truly learn it. So, Callie, what will people find on Horse Class on YouTube? They will find short videos. So I work on doing short, informative videos on all kinds of riding and training tips. So whether it's how to sit more balanced, how to warm up for riding, we've got videos on there from Andrea is one of the instructors of simple things that you can do to connect with your horse. For example, when you go out to the field before a ride, and we have many other super talented instructors that specialize in show jumping, specialize in rider biomechanics, uh, vets. So we really have, uh, we work to be a full curriculum of all things horses. So training, uh, doing the YouTube channel, traveling. Andrea, where did you find time to throw a podcast in there? (laughs) Well, it started because Callie and I would have our catch-up phone calls and we would just end up laughing and sharing stories. And then sometimes there'd be a few other people around and they were like, oh, it's so fun to to hear. And we were like, well, hang on a minute. (laughs) We're missing a beat here. Let's do a podcast. And we, I can't tell you how much fun we've had doing it. And um, we like to meet up a couple of times a year somewhere on this beautiful planet. And we sit and talk about all the adventures we've had with our horses, but also outside of that with travel and life. And, you know, it's just fun. We enjoy it. Can you give us a wild example of one of those adventures? Yeah. Yo, there's so many. Okay. So one, I had a horse tour about to go out in Costa Rica and my husband had to put a crocodile in the car to get it off the trail that we were about to ride on and stay professional with the clients so that they didn't see the crocodile in the car. Okay. Is your husband a crocodile wrangler? (laughs) Well, he was that day. (laughs) Does he have half a hand now? (laughs) Yeah. No, he managed it very well. Didn't have the crocodile. We relocated it to a river and got the tour out on time. So okay. it was wonderful. That's a man you want to keep forever because I, there's no way in hell I would have done that for you if I was your husband. I'm sorry. It's just not happening. We, we're can... 28 years in. I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I would keep him. There's no way I'd be doing that. Could you? Would Chad wrestle a crocodile for you, Jamie? 
Um, uh, no, no. <laughs> I don't even know how I would begin asking him to do that. So it's okay. just, be, I, I know I would have said, turn around, go the other way. I would, that's what I would have said. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm not that dedicated a horse husband. Uh, so what, uh, Callie, tell us what the podcast is called. Grab life by the reins. And I listened to a couple of episodes. You guys do have an excellent rapport. Uh, it's very well done. The sound is great. I, I liked it. I, I can see. I can see why you're in season two. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening in. And yeah, we we have a blast. We we tend to find um, excuses to do the things that we love, like moving to other countries or like traveling around to see each other and hang out. And we love sharing our stories and hope that they give everyone else a laugh and maybe a little bit of inspiration and just uh, a little bright spot in the day. Well, I I recommend everybody check out the YouTube channel and also check out the podcast. We'll put all the links in our show notes because there's a ton of them that they have. I want to thank you both for joining us from, we are all over the world today. So thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can enjoy your favorite equine videos all in one place with Ride TV the ultimate equine streaming platform. The newly relaunched Ride TV has all the series you love, like Cowgirls and Ridiculous Ranches, plus top-tier training videos and event footage from BailRacing.com and Horse and Rider On Demand. Whether you're ready to relax with your favorite series, binge-watch competition footage, or train with a world champion, subscribe to Ride TV today for only $19.99 to see where your ride takes you. Visit RideTVGo.tv to subscribe. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. All right, it's time for really bad ads. That time of the week when listeners submit ads from Craigslist, Facebook, somewhere like that, and we just have a little bit of fun with them. Uh, we have a bunch of entries today, and we have one that Lorene has sent in. So, Lorene, your record is going every week, like clockwork. Good job. So, we have a several people who we are not going to get to today: Claire, Janelle, Beth, Michelle. We appreciate you, though, sending in your entries. Melinda sent this one in. Ohio's cheap or free horses. Make me an offer. She has to go. Buddy Sauer needs a ton of work. Has to go to an experienced rider. Mayor, names Rose. Quarter horse, 15 two hands. She's got to go. Reading between the lines, she's going to kill you. Yes. Uh, Do you see what color that mare is, Jamie? She's a red mare, baby. (laughs) Covered in mud. I love it. Yeah. This mare's got to go. Buddy Sauer is the least of this mare's problems. (laughs) No. He's a ton of work as an indicator. Yes. (laughs) We'll send him over to your house, Jamie. Uh, Sure. uh, Lorene sent this one in. Good morning. It's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad, and this is an ad, it's a Craigslist ad, horse mare, $2,500, and there's pictures of a, of a white horse, and the ad starts off normal and sounds normal until the second to last line. So here's the ad, 12 yo, 14.3 hands, great Arabian mare, 
no vices, easy keeper, barefoot, current coggins and teeth, UTD. WTC both ways. Trail rides out alone or in a group will lead or follow. Will cross water, logs, traffic, safe, etc. Beer broke. Will let you crack a beer on top of her. Not spooky, out on the trail. $2,500. And where is this horse located? Spring Hill, Florida. Glenn, oh, yeah. go get her. This is a horse that you need. I know, I need a beer. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Lorraine. When I was in Kentucky, we'd call that drunk broke. So you could, we would trail ride and you'd have a... Uh, the saddlebags and they'd be full of beer and ice. So you're like reaching back to get a beer and you're sloshing around in there, you know, and then you, Oh, you grab the beer out and then on top of the horse, they don't freak out and you could drink enough beer to where they get you home without you (laughs) being in control at all. (laughs) When we were in Norco, California, I think we saw some of those horses. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. The bar. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie sent this one in and uh, there's a theme of course we don't intend on it it just happens but this is the North Carolina Horse Network Facebook page okay it's a picture of a beautiful black horse pretty actually just throwing him out there to see if there's any interested I'm not sure I want to sell 15-2-H-H black stallion to be said to a jack bread haven't took the time to send dna to aqha <sighs> that was all one sentence he's about nine years old he has been trail ridden he is very calm and gentle stallion stands to get his feet done perfectly takes a bath and stands to get saddle on but i haven't done that in a while <laughs> No buck bite kicker rear, but will spook as he's green and has some quirks. With that being said, with that being said, I've gotten real drunk and rode him at midnight in the pasture. So there's that. Can we just all say it together? Jamie, I know that's why you sent it to me, which is go that Both of them. Actually, both of them. (laughs) It seems like this is just like, I'm so lazy. I can't get anything done, much less DNA test my stallion. Can't get him ridden. I hadn't done that in a while. (laughs) I spent a lot of time drunk. (laughs) I just drink a lot and whatever. It is rural North Carolina. So yeah, there is that. Cheryl sent this one in. 2003 Chevrolet Tracker 800. Oh my God, you see the picture? Oh my God. <laughs> 2003 Chevrolet Tracker $800 does not come with those wheels and tires. Well, the picture has wheels and tires. Needs two fuel injectors and a driver's side rear axle. Woods rig only. No title trade for a snowmobile. Um, it needs more than two fuel injectors and a driver's side rear axle. There's no doors. There's no windows. There's no, it looks like it's been shot up by a shotgun. There's nothing like, there's nothing left. It's just a shell. There's nothing left. It's like a shell of a Chevy. (laughs) And the only thing on it is tires, but it don't come with those. There's no doors. It's buried in the woods. Like way back. The hood is popped. It is a, this is a mess. This is a mess. (laughs) That is junk. Salvage yard. You have to pay to get that one taken away to the salvage yard. Yes, you do. 
Good luck. Uh, Beverly sent in the next one, and it is our trailer of the week. A two-year, uh, 2010 foot stock trailer for 600 bucks. It's not a stock trailer. This trailer, older trailer, it 10 exclamation foot long, five foot wide, has same new treated floor in it. Pulls good down road, needs new hitch. I have new hitch jack and stuff to make longer tungue that goes with it can pull the way it is. I pulled it our half home with hitchway. It is butter. Fly doors on back. No title. Firm on price will not reply scams. <laughs> this is a scam. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> it is a, a typical round front trailer like we always get two horse, uh, but it 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 is rust. And did you notice the wheels? There's four wheels. It has two axles, but none of the wheels are the same size. No, they're all they none of them match, and a couple of them aren't aired up at all. Um, it's like green, but like rusty, and like there's. Uh, the whole back is not even the same doors that came on the trailer. It's like they welded some wire on the back to keep the doors closed. Whatever. Oh, yeah, my God. The, yeah, I didn't even know what I read. This, this, I don't this, even know what I read. This needs to be picked up at the same time as the car and brought to the metal recycle place. Yes. <laughs> this one's bad. Uh, Rory sent this one in. Rookie is a gray Tennessee walking horse gelding, nine years old, 15.1 HH. He is gorgeous and so easy to be around, has beautiful blue eyes. He loves attention and being groomed. He's not sharp whizzy or spooky. He's not sharp whizzy or spooky. What does that mean? You don't know what W-H-I-Z-Z-Y means in a horse? Well, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> He will go anywhere without hesitations and apparently will do it whizzily. Uh, I think anyone could handle him. God, he needs some vittles, though. Well, he kind of looks like heart. Taco. A little <laughs> so He looks like a Tennessee walking horse taco. Somebody yeah. needs to explain to us what Sharp Wizzy is because in the, in the 14, thousands and thousands of ads we've done, we've never come across Sharp Wizzy. Because it's not a real thing. <laughs> Here, I'm gonna. I'll Google it for All you right. right now. Here we go. We're searching for Sharp Wizzy. It, there's a person on Facebook with that name. Um, <laughs> there's a Sharp Wizzy female-led drama review of a sh show on Netflix. Um, yeah, not a that, thing. Huh? That's it. No. That's that's not, not a thing. There's a Wizzy wheel, which is a multi. Purpose plastic razor blade scraper. Yeah, no, I think we're out. <laughs> I think this person's an idiot. We're going to go with that. All right, the next one came from Shannon. This is a Facebook page called Only Horses Ohio. Again, there's a dank Facebook page for everything. Husband safe, 11 to 15 years. Kids mostly rode him. Some have never even been in a horse before <laughs> um, i think that we can all safely say we've never been in a horse before prepositions matter <laughs> mobos is a gated gelding we never have measured him but he's about 15 hands tall he's about 13 years old no real health issues does well around other horses loud noises and has been showed 4-h advanced beginner friendly he stand tie and stand for the farrier 
Lower four carats. We believe he's a standard breed X draft. We was also told that he drives, but we never had him hooked up to a buggy location. Oak Hill, Ohio. Any questions, please feel free to ask questions. Trail ridden also. <laughs> what is wrong with these ads? Everybody's stupid. <laughs> hey, they know he's the perfect horse, except we don't know quite how tall he is. And we don't really know how old he is. Those two. Dude, things, you know. he's somewhere between 11 and 15 and yeah. 13 to 15 hands tall. But then we ain't never had no kids in him. <laughs> You know, 15 hands tall. You were told that about Paco, weren't you? Yes, Taco is supposed to be 14 2, and yeah. he's 13 3. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm guessing this one's more in the 14 hand range. <laughs> yeah, I, I do notice that Western people, like when I'm buying horses from Western themed things, is they always say the horse is way bigger mm. than they say because they think 15 hands is a giant mm-hmm. because they're used to riding 14 hand horses. So at 13 3 hands, 14 2. Let them have a measurer. Or tape measure or well, anything. <laughs> yeah, I remember Gus, that horse I got that Betty Fay owns now, that Craigslist purchased. They said he, and Craigslist ad said he was a 17 hand paint. And I went out to see him and he was 15 1. Like, <laughs> 17 maybe. to 15 1 is quite a difference. And, and I walk up and it's, of course, a guy who's cutting his grass uh, with a giant beer belly with no shirt on. And I get there and he comes up, he's like, why is it you little girls always like them big old horses? <laughs> and I was like, where's the big, big horse? horse? Okay, next one. <laughs> Jamo Senate, go ahead. All right, this horse boarding with large run-in shed, $150 in Windham. $150 month negotiable. Great opportunity. We are looking for a boarder with a calm horse, pony, donkey, or two that need a retirement home, or you just want to ride the trails. No stallions, mustangs, or horses under ah. five, please. The paddock is on a hill, flat on top and flat on the bottom, so if you have a horse with an injury, please keep that in mind. We have donkey, goats, sheep, chickens now. I got a news for you. All of us that have had a boarding stable want you to have a calm horse, pony, or donkey. That's what we desire when you come board. I mean, I all my horses are under five, and I've had several Mustangs. And aside from Zeus, they were all very well behaved. Aside from Zeus. <laughs> he kind of made up for all show. of them, actually. Maybe they listened to the show and they heard me talking about them. They're like, we don't want any <laughs> we don't Mustangs. Want a, we don't want any of those. <laughs> Uh, Kaylin sent in the next one and uh, this is our last one and uh, this is a Facebook oh god Facebook page for everything called Hunter Jumper Eck Horses and Ponies Under 30k so is there one Hel- is there one over 30k and I know, 50k right? and over 100k <laughs> hello I'm looking for a hunter horse not expensive maybe you should go under 3000 page because yeah, there's one of those i think so i think so well that was that was a lot of information there you know what they probably got a hunter calls cuz everybody has a hunter horse they're apparently not picky so oh my god well Just that was a batch expensive. of ads <laughs> yeah i've um, again we've all gotten dumber today so congratulations we're all dumber together all right. Well, we have uh, we do have shows for you next week. Uh, I will not be here. Jennifer will not be here. Ashley will not be here. And 40 of our listeners will not be here because we'll be cruising. But uh, Jamie will be here with some substitutes filling in. So uh, look for that in your podcast feeds. There will be no post-show today. Jamie has to go collect some horses that are about to show up at her door. They're actually coming right now. So All I right. got to go. All right. Love Bye, you, everybody. Spain, we'll see you in a week. All right. Bye. Have a good time. 
Thank you.